Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. On that day, I was acting cool, cuz what? Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespecting me. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Let me make sure my screens are up, honey. Okay, good. Y'all see me? Y'all can see? Y'all can hear me? Happy Halloween. (laughs) Y'all not allowed to switch it up, honey. So I am rocking my little... Red wig with my little spider hat. Hey. So we're just waiting for the little trick-or-treaters. They, they've already started knocking. I'm like, bruh, it ain't 5 o'clock. Go away. About the live stream. Come back later. So, um, yeah, so they're here. I hope you guys are doing good. We had an awesome time Friday. Thank you to everyone who made it to our virtual Zoom Halloween party. Um, that's where we party at. I don't really go out and, you know, trick or treat anymore or anything. My kids are basically grown. Um, so we just kick it and play music and have fun. Um, let me show y'all some of the winners. Like y'all really went hard this year. These were just four of our winners, but we had like, I think like almost like 15, 16 participants. Like everybody really like took it to heart and went and got dressed. And I had my little mask and stuff on too. But I had to dance so that shit came off. I'm like, fuck this shit. I want a boogie. But these are some of the winners here. So uh pink nail polish was Missy. Domi is love. She reminded me of one of them creatures from Game of Thrones, the children of the forest. Uh Scorpio Vibes was uh Sugar Skull. And then Moods was Dexter. So shout out to y'all. So they killed it. They won the gift cards and stuff like that or the cash apps. So um, they all did good. And then, you know me, child. I thought Missy was the Rihanna anti-album. <laughs> I don't know why. I just sent a little gold card. I'm like, oh, my God, she's anti. She's the Rihanna album cover. And everybody was like, uh, no, T, look again. And then I seen the black rubber outfit. And I was like, oh, she's Missy. Sorry. <laughs> child, I can't keep up, honey. But um, it's a lot going on. It's a lot to talk about. Um, so we're going to definitely get into some stuff here. Um, man, I swear. There's a really sad situation that went down. Let me see. Why is this not? Hold on. Let me fix my settings here. Okay, there we go. Um, so there's a situation that hit the news. It was on the blog the other day. Um, Hollywood Unlock had posted it. It was about a young girl. She's 20 years old. Her name is Kiana Brunson. And um, basically, they have found out, you know, that she was killed by, she was a side chick to a married man, and um, she was found dead. And so this caused a lot of debate on um, Hollywood Unlock and on social media in general. And it really bothered me. So I felt like I really wanted to talk about this and talk about it from like a real perspective, because I think we live in a day and age now where people are so scared to say anything. They're scared to offend. And we also live in a day and age where for some strange reason, people feel the need to that you have to give them a disclaimer as if common sense just shouldn't be common sense, you know, as if two things can't be right at the same time. So um, this situation is very disturbing. Let me go ahead and um, share this with you guys. Like I said, it caused a pretty big debate. This took place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I want to share with you guys this news article. 
So let me go ahead and play this for you all here. Give me just a second. Pull this up. All right, here we go. So I want y'all to listen to this story. Life of a 20-year-old Milwaukee woman came to a violent end. CBS 58's Michelle Fiore sat down with the victim's parents today, and she joins us now live in the studio. Michelle. Bill, Kanya... Kanaya Brunson's mom calls her daughter her best friend. Two men face charges, but the criminal complaint points to lies others told. And for that, Kanaya Brunson's mom is pressing ahead. Kanaya Brunson turned 20 in June, a joy to be around. Because he can make you smile right away. Brunson wanted to be an orthodontist or a vet, later learning she was good at making others look good. So she enrolled in beauty school. She actually taught me how to put on eyelashes and do my eyebrows this is brunson leaving home the morning of september 24th texting her mom a smiley i wasn't even there 30 minutes and they called and told me her car was found and i knew then at that point like something happened to her the day of the murder police say brunson met up with a married man she'd been seeing sutan sharif strangely he'd reached out to brunson's mom a week earlier he goes on to say i want to be done messing with your daughter but she's reaching out to my wife september 24th a friend of sharif's called 911 after he says he saw sharif on top of the victim in sharif's car and that the female stated he cut my throat she was screaming and pleading for help police didn't locate the two then but hours later were called to an alley near keith and palmer where brunson had been tied shot and then set on fire she was everything to me she was everything and this is the most hurtful feeling police interviewed a number of people including sharif's wife who claimed he'd been with her the night of the murder which the complaint says was debunked through video evidence. And they think that they're going to be out here and live their normal life after they, you know, helped with this. Sharif's brother-in-law, Johnny Allen Hopgood, is charged as an accomplice. It's still hard to believe that she's not, you know, here with us. Bond for Sutan Sharif is a half million dollars, and for Johnny Allen Hopgood, it's 50000 Both are due back in court next week. Reporting live in the studio, Michelle Fiore, CBS 58 News. Okay. So welcome, everybody. I see a lot of people coming in. Um, so this was this story that went viral on social media, um, and it caused a lot of debate. And what I noticed was anybody who was trying to give advice and saying, you know, we have to really look at this from a really rational place. They were shamed. They were called a victim shamer. They were saying that, you know, you don't support black women. And one thing I want to tell a lot of young girls is that when you see women who don't know how to have like a, just a, a, a real discussion without using words like victim shaming, victim blaming, stay away from them because those are women who make excuses for stuff. And they kind of want to see you go down the same path, okay? Like I said before, two things can be correct at the same time. And there's certain things I don't feel like you should have to give a disclaimer. I think everybody with common sense knows that murder is wrong and that nobody's excusing what either one of these men did. They deserve to rot in prison, okay? Point blank, period. I think that should say without saying, right? That should be common sense. Um. What I've noticed is that you have a lot of young girls, right? You have this whole side chick culture and you have it being glamorized in the music, um, on the TV shows, in the movies. 
And so a lot of these young girls do not understand the danger that they're getting themselves into. And when you try and speak truth, then all of a sudden it's, well, don't look over there. That doesn't matter. He was wrong. Of course he was wrong. But what really bothered me in that news article is that the mother says that her 20 year old daughter is clearly messing with a married man. The married man called the mother and said, look, you need to get your daughter. She keeps calling my wife and I'm trying to end this first. Obviously, the guy feels very, very comfortable because I've never had a boyfriend call my mom's phone ever. There's nothing you need to speak to my mother about one. So the fact that he called the mother and said that your daughter is calling my wife, what conversations were had between the mother and the daughter? And is it a situation where she knew that her daughter was messing with this married man, but it's okay because you got a lot of mothers who encourage their daughters to go after the bag by any means necessary. See, a lot of y'all are not ready for these conversations. So y'all think y'all can shame people in comment sections and try and drown out any dissension. Okay. The fact that a grown man who is my age, because that man looks older than the mother. Okay. So if I'm a mother, a grown man who is damn near my age, if not older, is calling about my 20 year old daughter and saying, hey, you need to get your daughter. You know, I want to end this, but she's playing games. She's calling my wife. That right there would have been a red flag. Let me explain something to y'all. Since a lot of these women want to sugarcoat stuff and act like, you know, they're just oblivious to what's going on. If you want to play games and you want to be part of this whole side chick culture and you want to be, you know, the side chick to a married man, you need to understand the games and the dangers that you're putting yourself in. You cannot try and ruin that man's household or break up his wife. It does not end pretty. OK, the case, this case is not rare. It's happened so many times again. And I think we need to start having real conversations with young women instead of just saying, well, he killed her. That's bad. Well, duh. Of course, that's bad. Of course, that's evil. But you cannot get yourself into a situation like this. One, you're messing with somebody's husband. Okay. Two, now that the gravy train, because let's keep it real. She's 20 something years old, pretty girl. She's messing with this man because there's a benefit to her, most likely monetary. Maybe he's helping pay for her college classes, buying her bags. Who knows? But there's obviously something there as to why she's even giving this man any time of day, right? So now you're messing with this man who you know is in a relationship, who you know is married. But now the gravy train is starting to come to an end. Because see, what people don't understand is a man will mess with you. He'll, he'll, he'll date you. He'll put you on a pedestal above his wife for the time being, right? Because a lot of these dudes get bored in these relationships. They're older now. They want to feel love. They want to feel like they can still pull a young girl. So they'll tell you all this shit that he wants to tell you, all the sweet nothings, and you're better than my wife, and you're sexier, your coochie's tighter, all this shit, you know what I'm saying, to gas you up. You start catching feelings. You start thinking that now you're better than the wife or you have one up on the wife. All he's trying to do is get some cat. Let's keep it real, right? But you're thinking you have one up on the wife. So now you're catching feelings and you're thinking eventually he's going to leave his wife for you. And then y'all can go on and, and start your own life or just, you know, whatever fantasy that a lot of women who are side chicks have in their mind, right? But he's telling you now because now the novelty has worn off. 
See, these are the conversations folks don't want to have. The novelty has worn off. He's gotten what he wanted, right? So now there's another little badass girl on the block. You know what I'm saying? She's just as thick. She's just as young. He got money and she's willing to go. So now I want to mess with this next little young girl. So now I'm going to put you back on the shelf. But now you're upset and you're feeling away. So your thing is, I'm about to ruin your situation. You don't want to be with me. Now I'm about to fuck up your so-called happy home. You're playing with fire, ladies. You are playing with fire when you start trying to reach out to the wife, when you start trying to call, you know what I'm saying, the person that he lives with. Because regardless of the situation, he may not be quote unquote happy there. He might be miserable. He's going to tell you anything. The wife is always the bad guy. The wife won't put out. The wife, you know, is everything but a child of God. But try and break up that marriage and he's not ready to break up that marriage and see how quick that man flips on you. The fact that these men lured her, okay, to wherever they lured her to, he literally cut her throat in broad daylight where passerbys were hearing this young girl screams for help. He cut her throat in, in broad daylight and then they end up finding her body, you know what I'm saying, a few hours later, a day or so later in the alleyway, burnt. And he had the This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. For his brother-in-law. They not only burnt her, but they also shot her. So she was cut in the throat. She was shot and she was set on fire. That just shows you the depravity, the depravity of this man's mentality, his energy, what he was thinking. He literally just treated her like she was just, just discarded her like she was trash, like she wasn't even a human being. You know, so I, I say this and I'm making this video to warn a lot of you young girls who think that this shit is cute. Because again, like I said at the beginning of this stream, two things can be true at once. He's a demon. He's wrong. He needs to be locked up for the rest of his life. But a lot of y'all need to also understand that you cannot be out here playing with fire. One, you're dating somebody who is in a relationship, not just in a relationship, in a marriage. And a lot of girls willingly go into these situations because they feel like, you know, they got one up, they're being taken care of and things like that. But it can also turn into very, very deadly consequences. Once that man says he's ready to go, let it go. If you want to play the side chick game, cool. That's your business. Everybody in this situation is grown. Wasn't like he was fucking a 15-year-old, right? So you, you've made it in your grown mind that you want to date a, a married man. Once he wants to let that go, let it go. Move on. Find somebody who's going to love you for you. Who doesn't want you to be a side chick? Because one of the things that people are not talking about is that a lot of these men, you know, want side chicks because they want their cake and eat it too, right? They still want the wife to take care of the kids and clean up the house and make sure the house is in order, but they want to run with you and feel young and feel, you know, vivacious again and, and feel like they're back in their 20s kicking it. So... You need to understand that most of these guys are not going to leave their wife because, again, divorces are not cheap. 
She's probably going to get half. And two, why would you want to be with somebody who can cheat on their wife? If he can cheat with you, he can cheat on you. Even if you take him from his wife, you, how long do you think before he replaces you with the next young thing? You know, folks don't understand that. And I just think like the whole situation is devastating. And the fact that he felt comfortable enough to call her mother and talk to her mother makes me feel like the mother was well aware of the relationship, saw nothing wrong with it, even though the mother herself is married and has a husband. But you're watching your 20 year old daughter carry on with a with a married man, you know. And another thing I want to say, too, is I hate when these cases happen. Everything is only tied back to hip hop. Now, granted, side chick culture, side chick. Those are all hip hop terms. Right. But there's nothing new under the sun. This is not a black thing. This is not a, a case of black women just like inside dick and loving thugs and, you know, the ignorant stuff that you see in comment sections. Let's stop acting like this is something new and this is only attributed to the hip hop community. Yes, it's glamorizing songs, you know, by rappers, but people have been side chicks and mistresses since the dawn of man. Okay. We can even go back as to y'all's favorite president, uh, JFK. He refused to keep his fucking peen in his pants. How many side chicks did he have? He had a lot of, I remember, I remember like 10 years ago, one of his side chicks, she was like in her eighties. She came out and was talking about how he was making her suck and fuck all through that white house. And she was only in her twenties. Think about 20 years old, you know? So this is nothing new on top of that. I'm also seeing a rise in, in dusty mushmouth culture where you have a lot of these guys that are out here trying to, you know, talk to these young girls about being, you know, one of their wives, be one of my wives, be one of my multiples. And they're trying to glamorize it as if it's going to be a situation where we're all living together. We're doing us. We're saving money. We're raising the babies. And it's nothing but a bunch of mush mouth bullshit. No, what it is, is you have a dusty nigga who wants to have his cake and eat it too. Okay. So he wants to have four or five women. He can, you know, uh, smash them, you know what I'm saying? Sling them some pain, but let her try and go out and go get some side pain. Now it's an issue. So I'm seeing a lot of young girls who are getting, you know, enticed by these sister wives, you know, like the sister wife culture as well as the side chick culture and who always ends up losing in the end. It's the young women. It's them giving their youth away to some older man who has nothing going for himself because if he really has something going for himself, he wouldn't have to really bother with having to manipulate young girls to come and be a part of his haram, right? You know what I'm saying? He, he, he would do it the right way. Like in Muslim culture, they get married, they have four wives, things like that. He wouldn't have to pull a Nick Cannon just out here just creating single family homes. Um, perfect example was Dusty Nature Boy. Look how he sat there and hyped up so many of those young girls to join his, you know, tribe and be one of his wives. And, you know, look how so many of them girls were brainwashed. And what came out of that? A bunch of foolishness, a bunch of mess, a bunch of babies who didn't ask to be here. I mean, it, it's just insane. So you have a lot of girls that are like literally getting hypnotized by this stuff. And I don't know if it's part of social media, but I think we need to start raising our girls and having conversations with them and start raising them with a higher esteem. 
because you should never be willing to be second place for any man. You know what I'm saying? You should always strive to be first place. And honestly, a lot of times people treat you with the way you treat yourself. How you respect yourself is how people treat you. So if you're giving off side chick energy and you're willing to be second place, that is how that man is going to treat you. And I think we need to stop this. You know, a lot of this is not, it's not religious. It's just a bunch of dust buckets who want, who want coochie, who want to, you know what I'm saying, smash young girls of every persuasion. It has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with the Bible. It has nothing to do with, you know, I'm hip, I'm in hip hop and that's just what it is. No, you just got a lot of hoes out here, male hoes, you know what I'm saying? And they're playing games and these young girls are literally putting money and monetary gifts before their lives. They're so busy chasing the bag and willing to be side chicks and do sneaky links and brag about it and and, and call and taunt the wife and the girlfriend. It's not going to end up good for you. And I want people to learn from what this young girl went through, the way in, in such a heinous way that she lost her life. I want people to understand this and understand the nuances and let's stop making excuses for behavior. Let's, let's stop. Nobody is defending this man. Nobody's saying what they did is okay. What we're saying is let's have real conversations and let girls know that this can be part of the consequences if you go down that route. Because a lot of times it's the girls who end up suffering. You're in this weird relationship. You're just the doll that's being put on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? They pull you down when they're ready to have their way with you, and then they move on. And then now, after you've been somebody's side chick time and time again all through your 20s, right? Now you're getting into your 30s and 40s, and now you want to settle down and have a husband, but you've been the side chick for so long, you don't trust no man because you know what it is to be a side chick. So now any woman around your man, you're insecure, you feel away, you're bitter, you're angry because you spent your whole, you know, your whole 20s chasing old peen and being side chicks to old peen. It doesn't end well. It does not end well. And I want you guys to to really understand that. And I wish somebody would have sat this young girl down, preferably her mother, and really talked to her because she had her whole life ahead of her. She had goals, she had dreams and aspirations, and for her life to end in this manner because this loser was too chicken shit to just, you know, admit that he just needs to get a divorce and freely be out there smashing what he wants to smash instead of trying to put on a front for the community that he's an outstanding husband and a father because he was too chicken shit to really admit that he chose to to kill this girl. He chose to take this young woman's life. And then the fact that the wife is so disgusting that she literally lied for the husband. It just shows you the mentality and the manipulation. Your man is cheating on you. That's clear. You know it because she's calling you and telling you. So now the girl ends up dead and you're still in my tiny Wynette voice, standing by your man, stand by my man. She's still standing by him and lying for him and could be possibly facing charges because she lied for her no good husband. Now, for y'all thinking that, um, you know, it's only the men that come after 
the mistresses trying to expose them. And this is, you know, a black thing, which is not. There was a really infamous case that went down, I believe, in 2018. It was all over the news. It was about a man named Janir Geraldot. And he was basically a husband. He was cheating on his wife with the new lady in the office. So they're carrying on. They're having a whole affair. The wife ends up finding out about it. And, you know, she got so obsessed with the other woman. She started putting bugs in her husband's car. So she's bugging the car. She's hearing their conversation. She's hearing them have sex. And she's upset. She was she was pinning recording devices to his shirts. And so this woman went so crazy that she ended up getting a wig, driving down to the side chick's home in a whole nother city. She breaks into the home and literally waits for the side chick to come into her home. The side chick walks in. She ends up killing the side chick and herself. But folks ain't ready for that conversation. Let me go ahead and uh, refresh y'all's memory in case I forgot about this murder-suicide. I think they have solved last night's murder-suicide on Lowry's Lane in the Rosemont section of the township. And by all accounts, it looks like a jealous rage was behind the deadly attack. Action News reporter Maggie Kent is live at Ragnar Police. And Maggie, you've got the full story. And Jim, police say this was a case of a wife who just reached a breaking point. Apparently, she learned that her husband was cheating and then proceeded to murder his mistress before turning the gun on herself. The man at the center of it all making that discovery. A jilted wife waiting to strike. This was a calculated planned attack. She broke into the house. She was lying in wait. Ryder Township Police say 33-year-old Meredith Chapman encountered her lover's wife, Janaire Garrido, in her kitchen Monday night. Garrido holding a revolver. This girl moved in. Neighbor Melissa DeJoseph was likely the last to see Chapman before the fatal ambush. I heard her go into the house, and then I heard a noise, and I just kind of didn't even give it a second thought. The man at the center of this love triangle, Mark Garrido, made the disturbing discovery when Chapman didn't show up for a date. Then came strange texts from his wife, who police believe took public transportation from Delaware to Rosemont to carry out the murder, bringing with her a disguise. It looks like Garrido brought the bag and there was a wig and uh, some clothing in there. Meredith Chapman now being remembered by former co-workers at the University of Delaware. It's where Mark Garrido also worked. People saw Meredith as a spark plug. Um, She might have been one of the smallest people in the room, but she had one of the biggest and brightest personalities that we've ever come across here at the University of Delaware. All right, let me come back on the screen. So you guys just um, saw that news clip. So like I said, it's it's very real, you know, and, and young girls don't understand that they're putting themselves in danger. It could be the man coming after you for trying to expose them. It could be the wife because you keep playing on somebody's phone who got nothing to do with your foolishness. And I know somebody personally who got her ass wazazazazooked by the wife because she kept fucking with this woman. Like you're you're smashing her husband, but you keep calling the wife. You know what I'm saying? Every time you're mad at the husband and you're, you're trying to make a point, this is a grown woman. So she finally, you know, caught her ass slipping at the damn store and beat her ass. 
Like a lot of these wives, they know what their husbands are out here doing. Like, so you're not actually telling them anything. They know their husbands ain't shit. Some of them give their husbands passes to cheat. Why? Because a lot of these wives have side dick too. Okay. So I don't need a phone call from you trying to school me on my husband. I know he ain't shit. Bitch, I'm with my other guy while you're with him. You're doing me a favor. But again, you keep messing with somebody and calling and, and harassing them and talking mess. You can eventually push people to the limit where sometimes a wife may come and see you. Now, this wasn't the case with this lady. This wife was just obsessive and crazy. You know, the side chick knew that the man was married, but she kept engaging. The side chick never caught the wife. She went to go, you know, go to the side chick and, you know, take her life. And it was very interesting. I remember when this case came out, a lot of people were excusing the wife and saying, well, he shouldn't have been cheating. She was pushed to the brink. None of this is okay. I don't care if it's the wife killing the mistress or in that case, um, the, the husband killing the mistress. It's murder is murder. It's still somebody's life being taken. Okay. Behind a, a mistake. No mistake should be so grievous that you never survive and you're never able to make amends. I don't think any of this stuff is okay. I don't care if it's the wife or the husband killing the side chick. But I think that we need to have real conversations and people need to understand that there are real consequences to messing with somebody who is in a relationship, particularly a marriage. It's one thing if it's boyfriend and girlfriend, you might have some leeway, but a marriage is a legal binding contract. And if that man is not ready or able to divorce that woman and is not willing to give up half, when he says he's ready to go and move on to the next chick, sign the deuces and you move on to the next guy or get you a boyfriend, but do not get involved in that mess because it may not end up good for you. And that's just being extremely honest. Let me go ahead and read some of these um, super chats here. Um, let's see. Mon, Monralin? Set 1999 says, love you, T. You are beautiful inside and out. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Uh, Nishni sent 499 says, T, you giving some game today. My dad always said, never mess with someone that is married. Happy Halloween. Love you, big sis. Love you too. You know, like that story just really hit my spirit. And especially being that Anybody who was just calling out certain things in the story was being shamed and, you know, told to shut up and, you know, who cares about the nuances of the case? Absolutely not. Those nuances make a big difference between life and death. And if you're really trying to school young girls instead of just excusing, you know, all of the behavior, really school them. You know what I'm saying? Really let them know. So thank you for that. Uh, let's see here. Pat Williamson, too, says, young girls, please stop messing with these old niggas. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Chu Baby, Sen5, says, I wish it was more common for parents to teach their daughters self-esteem and not settle for being a man's side piece. Yes. And there's a lot, of, you know, the, the sad truth of it. And y'all can get upset if you want to. Y'all know I don't care. Um, is you have mothers who condone this behavior. You know, you have mothers who are just as involved with this, you know, get the bag mentality by any means, you know, possible. So that way the daughter can use her body to take care of the family. And it's really sad, but it happens all the time. It really does. 
Let's see here. Victoria Charlson, 20 says, hey, auntie, love you. You are preaching this Halloween Eve. Yes, our daughters need to be taught their worth from their mothers. These monsters couldn't do that to her if she knew her value from childhood. Keeps teaching the truth. Amen. That is the truth. And I, I you know, and again, she's old enough. She's going to do what she wants to do, right? Because she's 20. And sometimes when, when grown folks speak, sometimes when your parents speak to you, don't necessarily take it as they're hating or they don't understand what it is to be young. Child, there's nothing new under the sun. The side chick culture, the mistress culture has been around forever. There were chicks, you know, all through high school that I went with who were side chicks, you know what I'm saying? Fucking grown ass niggas in 10th and 11th grade. So this is nothing new. So when people are telling you stuff, it's really game. They're really trying to put you on because we, we've seen this story time and time again. And a lot of times we know how it ends and it ends up not being good for the young woman. Do not, do not allow yourself to waste your youth, your beauty, your energy on somebody who's old and washed. And it, and it is basically playing a, the human version of a, of a vampire. They want to take your energy and your youth. <clears throat> Diddy, Carisha, even though he's not married. But you get what I'm saying? That's really what that is. They want to feel young again. So let me wine and dine this person in their 20s. You, you guys have nothing in common like that. You know what I'm saying? Besides sex and, you know, superficial conversation. Because at 20, you're not really into stocks and bonds and 401ks. Trying to live your life and have fun, as you should. As you should. Uh, let's see here. The one your boyfriend told you not to worry about. Oh, you sound like a side chick with that name. Ah, shit. <laughs> Says, hey, auntie, sent you something regarding the violence that happened at Fort Gordon. Can you please read it? It's insane. It needs to be heard. <laughs> My little, hold on. It needs to be heard. My little brother was stabbed and a lot of other kids were hurt. I didn't hear about that. But thank you for the super chat. I'm going to have to look into that. Um, but yeah, that's a very interesting name that you have there. <laughs> Ronaful sent $10 says there's women with articles detailing step-by-step -step processes and tips on how to steal husbands slash boyfriends. Wives have come out about being attacked, injured, and stalked by side chicks. Older ones do it too. It's sad. Yeah. Wasn't that how uh, baller alert or maybe it wasn't Baller Alert. For, forgive me if it's not, but it was another one of these blog sites. Wasn't that created to like help girls like, ball, you know, grab ballers and stuff like that? I know now they more or less blog, but I remember like back in the day, there was always like tips on that site. I believe it was Baller Alert on how to like, you know, grab ballers and trap ballers and all this stuff, child. It's a mess. Yeah, Ash, it's definitely you're dancing with the devil. You know, you just you never know. You never know. Like I said, if he's willing to cheat on somebody he took his vows with before God, imagine what he can do to you once he gets tired of you or once he's fed up. You know, it, it shows he clearly lacks morals. So you just have to be very, very careful. Um, let's see here. Sin Canna sent $9.99. Says, happy Halloween tea. Love the costume. Oh, it just disappeared. Hold on, refreshed. Where did it go? I was just reading it. Um, okay, there it goes. Love the costume. Still at work. Just wanted to show you some love. I'll watch the playback. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Kiera Hart Senfai says, see, this is why I sub to you because you speak straight facts that most people won't say. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I don't know how to 
look at situations like that and just be like, oh my God, this is so sad and not, you know, even look at the nuances of a situation, you know? And like I said, I, I don't care about the social media likes or dis that's, that's your business. You ain't got to like me, but I'm going to speak to those who want to receive the message. I want to see the people who support me and support my platform. My obligation is to them. I want them to be as safe as possible. I want them to enjoy their youth. I want them to enjoy living life. You know what I'm saying? You have your whole life to get into relationships and have family and things like that. So I'm definitely preaching to the young girls today. And hopefully some of them will take that advice and understand that if you are in that situation, it's not me judging you. Because like I said, I've had plenty of friends and people I've known who have been side chicks and been in and out of those type of situations. I don't judge them. I just sit and watch and sip tea. But I hope that hearing my words and, you know, coming to this stream today, I hope it resonates with you and it lets you know that you are worth so much more. You're worth more than being second place to some man who, who has one foot in the grave. Um, let me see here. Quiet Adua sent $10 says I was close to joining a couple until I learned myself and other women were breadwinners. His sales pitch sounded beautiful though. LOL. I'm glad. I'm glad you realize your self-worth. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, don't let anybody pimp you and put you into these situations where you're used because then all that does is just breed insecurity, bitterness, resentment, and you have to carry that baggage on the rest of your life. Meanwhile, he's living his best life once the situation's over and they're next to busting down the next young chick. So I'm glad you woke up and you didn't go for that bag. Let's see here. Sab sent two says, okay, T, come through with the red hair. Thank you, sis. <laughs> um, let's see here. Luther's boy. Hey, he sent $99.99. Thank you so much, love. He says, hey, T, love the fit. Sorry I missed the Halloween party. I know it's lit. As for the young lady who lost her life and other women who fall into these kinds of situations need to rediscover their value. Look within and not for validation from a dude who just wants to smash. I definitely agree. And thank you so much for those words. You know, I think that's what it, it comes down to is giving women a sense of self-worth. Because I remember watching those girls who were stuck in that crazy cult of Nature Boy and seeing, you know, when they first started, when, you know, I'm, I'm the principal wife, I'm the head chick. And then he brings in another one. And then another one and another one. And then seeing these same women broken years later on the news, like it was manipulation. It was a cult. And it's sad. They literally wasted, I think, close to like five, six years following this man around the world, just being part of his little concubine haram, you know, and now they're left to pick up the pieces. So, yes, ladies, know your self-worth and know that you are worth more them being some man's, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth wife because he's bored and needs some type of validation and he's using you as a numbers game, not because he really loves or cares for you. So definitely wake up. Um, let's see here. Yasil, hopefully I said that right. Sent two says I got here late. You made my day. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Thank you. Christine Grant says, hey, T, you look beautiful. I wish I could have joined the Halloween party, but I'm too shy. Love you. 
Thank you so much. There's nothing to be shy about. We have fun. We turn up. So, <laughs> so don't worry. Just come next year. We'll have another party, you know, during Thanksgiving. We usually do like a Friendsgiving um, party. So feel free to join next month. Um, let's see here. Sharon Jean-Paul. I said that perfectly because I know French. Okay. Jean-Paul <laughs> sent $20. Says, T, you hit it on the head every time. I was saying it can be the husband or the wife that snaps on the mistress. Lifetime been telling us this for decades. Uh, yes, they have. They sure have. All, all them Lifetime movies didn't come out for our health. Okay. They were there to teach us a lesson and teach us some game. Thank you. Love the Lifetime Network. Um, let's see here. Misty Blue. Hey, sis. I sent five says, my dad always said, cheating is a good way to get someone killed. Shake my head. You never know the evil. You never know the evil people are capable of. It's not worth it. Preach tea. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's just not. And sometimes you can push people to their breaking point especially when they feel like they're being embarrassed and mocked. Remember, what was one of the, the, the rules in the mafia? You know, a lot of these mafia men, they weren't faithful. They all had side chicks. But one of the rules that they always said is, you never let your mistress disrespect your wife. Your mistress better know her place. And if she ever gets out of line, that, was, that could be a death sentence for the mistress. Remember, even in Goodfellas, when, when he had the side chick and she was going crazy and the wife went crazy and, you know, pulled the gun out on him and everything else. Remember what they all had the round table be what they say. You got to go home. You got to go home. You got to go home. Because you're not messing up anything we built as far as an organization. Your side chick is messy. Go home to your wife. You never cheat where it's just so blatantly disrespectful and obvious. It's a respect factor, you know, even though they have no respect because you're actually cheating. But y'all get what I'm saying? It's levels to this. And I think we live in a culture now where we've made mistresses and side chicks famous. Back in the day, you didn't get fame for being a side chick. You got your little monthly allowance and you were told to, you know, sit in the corner until I come and get you. Remember, T.O., Terrell Owens was a side chick, baby. Remember, his mother was a side chick. I believe she might have been a teenager at the time. But remember, T.O.'s father literally lived up the road. He never knew until he was an adult that that was his dad. He would see the man in town with his children, with the wife. He was even friends with the children, not realizing those were his half-siblings. But that's how it was back then. You want to be a side chick? You want to get pregnant knowing that you, you, you signed up for this situation? You better shut up for you end up stinking somewhere. A lot of side chicks took them side babies and them side relationships to the grave. You wouldn't have known anything. It was not until T.O. got older that he found out that that man was his father. It was a lot of situations like that. Grandpa was a rolling damn stone. There are whole towns in the South where one man is a father, like 30 kids in like 20 different households. But you worried about your household and your children with the rolling stone. You weren't calling the other women and harassing them and trying to be the main chick. You knew what it was.
you knew your position. But the problem now with social media is that we've made side chick culture very popular. Now you have people who are literally famous for destroying relationships, for being the side chick, getting followers off of that, building a brand. So now it's glamorized. Now I can become verified on Instagram for being the side chick to whatever, you know, hip hop star. Look at the girls who came out. The story I just did recently, all the white girls who came out who were side chicks to, what's his name? The, the, the Lincoln Park guy. I can't even think of his name right now. Remember, they all came out trying to play victim and, and cry in tears, but they all knew that he was married. And I said, I don't feel bad for any of these chicks. Y'all knew what it was. He ain't leaving his wife. He ain't leaving that model. Right, Selena Powell's another one. Yes, Selena Powell. She became super famous. Adam Levine, thank you. Yes, Adam Levine. Remember, they all came out wanting to blast him because they feel away now. And since coming out, what has happened? Their followings have gone up. They've been verified. So now there's benefits to destroying somebody's home. Because again, who was Selena Powell before all this? Corinne Stephens. You remember that? Corinne Stephens was one of the OGs. She made good money off of her book. She was a glorified side chick. And put everything out there. So again, even though some have been able to benefit off of the side chick culture, it depends on who you're messing with, to be honest with you. This dusty ass man who killed this young girl, he don't look like he was balling like that. He looked like the only thing he could do is buy some college books and maybe take her out to eat and maybe get her a few outfits from Sheen. So granted, if you mess with somebody who's bigger, who's in the entertainment industry, there's a, there's a, there's a lot more perks to keeping you silent than a hood booger, you know what I'm saying, who's working a nine to five. I'm just saying. He was very dusty. I get mad all y'all want to. That man was dusty. Uh, let me see here. Kevin Riley says, speaking of side chicks, didn't an astronaut have an affair with another astronaut and she was planning on killing the guy's wife? Oh, I forgot about that. Ain't that the one who wore the diaper? I might be wrong. Was she the one? She wore the adult Depends and drove down to like a whole other state to go kill her rival. I remember that case. I'm telling you, like, you, you're messing with people's families. It can drive folks crazy. Okay, y'all do remember that. Remember she put on that old ass diaper? Bitch said she wasn't stopping. She wasn't stopping for gas. She wasn't stopping to change the pamper. She showed up at the side chick's house with a shitty pamper on. Pamper on heavy and shit. Ready to fight. <laughs> okay, I'm being messy. I don't maybe she did change the pamper. I don't know. But that bitch drove about 12 hours in a dirty, pissy pamper. She didn't take a break at all. She drove from her home down to the side chick's home with a, with a pissy, shitty pamper on. She was that mad. I said, what in the world? I said, oh, these mistresses ain't playing, hoodie. She said, I ain't changing shit, bitch. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, Kevin. Uh, let's see here. Jessica says, just dropped by to say, hey, I watched the playback. Thank you so much. Um, 
Let's see here. Erica Kane says, do you remember the Long Island mistress? Yes, the Long Island Lolita. That was Amy Fisher. She was another famous side chick. Remember, Joey Buttafuoco was a grown man messing with that teenager, gassing her up. And, you know, you're better than my wife. You're young. You're sexy. This and that. And then he was trying to, you know, break it with Amy. I don't want to be with you no more. You know, I'm going back to my wife. Amy Fisher shows up on the wife's doorstep. Wife doesn't even know her husband is cheating and shoots her in the face. I think her name was Ann Buttafuoco, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong. Shot her in the face. By the grace of God, that woman survived. And Amy Fisher went to prison. She went to prison as a teenager. That was a, a big case when we were growing up in the 90s. That was a big case. Yes. Shot the wife at the front door. So that's what I'm saying. When you're playing with matters of the heart, you never know which way can go. So people need to be honest. If you want to cheat and have mouth, if Mary Jo, thank you, Mary Jo. Um, if you want to have multiple women, right? You don't want to be faithful. Don't get married. I'm not here to regulate what people do sexually. I don't care. If you want to smash every girl you see, that is your business. But be honest. Just be single. There's nothing wrong with that. But see, the problem is people want to have their cake and eat it too. Because see, being single is not fun all the time. It's fun a lot of the time. But sometimes it can be lonely. You're coming home to an empty house. And if you're a man, ain't nobody there to cook for you. you, you you're eating fucking uh, Cheerios for dinner. <laughs> eating Cheerios and shit because ain't no hot meal in the oven. So a lot of people, they want to have their cake and eat it too. You got a pile of laundry been sitting there for two weeks because ain't nobody there to wash it and fold it. You know, people love having a wife for domestic shit, but they want to have a side chick for other stuff. So that's the thing. You, you got to, you know, you got to decide if you want a wife and you want the things that come with having a wife, then be a good husband. And if you want a good husband, you know, you want all the perks with your husband taking care of you and being a provider. Be a good wife. It goes both ways. You have to respect the relationship. You have to respect the marriage. Because once some one person checks out, it's going to be a dangerous situation. Let's see here. Um, you tried it, 215. Thank you for the super chat. Lucky Charm. Oh, that's funny. I was having my breakfast here and here comes my name. Lucky Charms up at 11 o'clock at night. You know, bowl of Lucky Charms. Like, damn, I ain't ate all day. I ain't had a hot meal in weeks. <laughs> Lucky Charms says, let me see. Hold on. I just refreshed. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Where did it go? Where did it go? Now I want to read the chat. Let me try and go back up. It just disappeared. Hold on. Okay, Lucky Chimes says, sometimes the mothers don't talk about it because they used to be side chicks back in the day. My mother was early 20s. My mother was in the early 20s, but not anymore. Mm, that is true. That is why some women do condone it because they were the side chick and the children who are now, you know, being exposed to that lifestyle and want to go down that road, they're the products of the side, you know, of the of the relationship. They're the side babies of that relationship. So yeah, that is very true. That is very true. Thank you for that. 
Um, Shonuff sent five and says, hey, lovely. I've been watching you for years. Keep up the good work. Everyone hit the like button. Help our queen. Thank you. Yes, y'all hit up the like button. We have over 9,000 people in here. Please hit that like button. I've been on for already 50 minutes. That is crazy. Um, we have a word from our sponsor. This is a sponsored podcast. So I'm going to play a pre-recorded clip here for our sponsor, BetterHelp. So give me just a second here um, to pull up this clip. Right. Happy Halloween, everybody. So today's show sponsor is BetterHelp. A therapist can honestly help you become a better problem solver. They also help you to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Starting a new chapter in your life can cause a lot of worry, heartache and anxiety, even depression. And I've been through all of this. But one of the ways that you can get over your fears is to talk to somebody about it. So if you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp.com is the best place for you. First of all, it's accessible, it's completely online, and there's a wide range of therapists that can suit your needs. All you have to do is go onto their website, you fill out a brief survey, you get matched to a therapist, and if you're not vibing with that particular therapist, you can switch at any time and get another therapist. So if you want to get things off your chest and become a better problem solver, go on to BetterHelp.com forward slash sit slow. Once again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash sip slow to save 10% off of your first month. What are you waiting for? Make sure you check them out. All right, let me come back on the screen. Yay for the commercial, TT. All right. <laughs> yes, check out BetterHelp. Um, I think for me, it's easier to just pre record a commercial because they said my other ads were too short. So I want to make sure they get their full, you know what I'm saying, what they're paying for. I want to make sure they get their full, you know, one minute ad, child. They said one ad was 48 seconds, honey. I said, oh no, oh no. It's hard for me to keep up the time. So I'll be playing pre recorded ads. So thank y'all for supporting. Yes, honey. You know, we need, we need the sponsorships. YouTube loves to demonetize shit. Okay. No shame over here. <laughs> Let me read some more super chats here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kate the Great says, I had such a wonderful time at your party as Missy Elliott. I love that you speak the real much respect and love. Um, this reminds me of your side chicks of Charlotte video. Preach, boo. Thank you so much. And you looked awesome as Missy Elliott. So thank you for participating and coming to the party. Yes, I went in in the side chicks video of Charlotte. I had a few side chicks cuss me out on that video, but I didn't give a damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause the, the side chick, you know, that was involved in my marriage, she lived in Charlotte. Like the South is a big place for side chicks. Let's keep that real. They do all that damn Bible thumping, but be quick to suck the pastor's peen when everybody ain't looking. Yeah. The side chick culture is big in the South. I've never seen so many side chicks in my life from Charlotte to Atlanta. They love it. <laughs> Even some of the men are side chicks, side niggas. I don't know what you want to call them. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Shona says, hey, lovely. I've been watching you for years. Keep up the good work. Everyone hit the like button. Oh, yeah, I read that already. Thank you so much. Um, that came back up. Marlon. Hey, Marlon. He sent 20. He says, not just women, but also gay men. The amount of gay men that admit to sleeping with married men is crazy. Mm. Talk about it. But folks ain't ready for that conversation. You know, like I said, you know, in Atlanta, it's really big. The side chick, side male culture, you know, where they're messing with these DL men. And then as soon as the gravy train stops, because now he's finding another twink 
you know what I'm saying, to have him, you know, put it on him from the back. Now the sudden, you know, the, the, the first twink fell away. And so now the first twink want to call the wife and harass her and your husband's gay and he's doing this and that and me and your husband, you know, you're harassing the wife. The man is on the DL. This is why sometimes things, you know, happen in that community as far as like people ending up dead because you're fucking with people. The man don't want to come out. He don't find a new twink to get his back broke by. You got to move on. I don't care if it's an LGBT situation or a straight situation. Once you are the side chick and the person who is funding your lifestyle says, hey, I found another side chick, somebody even younger, prettier, whatever. Let it go. Do not start trying to interfere with that person's life because you can drive that lunatic even crazier where now your life could be on the line. So, yeah, I'm glad that's a really good point. Ain't that what they call? They're called twinks. That's what my gay friend told me. They're like they're young gay boys who look really young. You know, what I mean, I guess they'd be like they're grown, right? They're like 20, but they look like they're 15. They're called twinks. They're cute, too. Very cute little boys. But, you know, they're grown, so, they're, you know, it's not like, you know, pedo shit. They're grown, but they look really, really young. Am, am, I, am I wrong? That's what, that's what I was told they were called. We're twinks. Uh-oh, hold on, hold on. Falon says I'm a twink. Thank you for confirming. We got a twink in the chat. Don't be hating. Some of y'all are, are twinkies and not twinks. Some of y'all look too old to be twinks. Don't get mad at the twinks, honey. <laughs> Yeah, they look really, really young. They look really young and they they tend to, you know, garner the most attention in the gay community, um, especially, you know, people like Brian Singer, honey. He loves a good twink. You know, once you ain't twinking no more, he going to replace you with another twink. That's a whole nother video, child. Let me not go there. Brian Singer is notorious in the twink world. Okay. Look at all the twinks in the chat. Okay. <laughs> Not all the twinks in the chat. Y'all are a mess. All y'all ain't damn twinks. Stop. Some of y'all look 45. <laughs> Talking about y'all twinks. Some of y'all look every bit of your age. Stop it. <laughs> you never know where this chat is going to go. This is why I love you too. You never know what we're going to be talking about, child. Uh, let me go ahead and read some more. Uh, Makai Aaliyah sent 499 says, T, I've been stalked over a female having just an obsession with me and my ex. People are delusional and crazy out here. I stay with self-defense items. Oh, I believe it. Definitely stay safe. You got people out here who are not wrapped too tight. So thank you so much. Um, Maya sent $20. She says, I know someone who was a side chick and got pregnant. Now the man is still with his wife and does not care for the child. Oh, yeah. I know somebody who got pregnant during a threesome. She, she don't let somebody, you know, hype her ass up and, you know, get her involved in a threesome with, you know, the husband and the wife. She got pregnant and got dropped. He don't take care of the baby and the wife, you know. Uh, I don't see nothing. You know, those are just some of the chances when you guys get involved in stuff like that. If you're going to be doing things like that, messing with side guys and married guys and jumping into threesomes, please make sure your birth control is up to date. You don't want to bring a baby into the fuck. Imagine explaining to your child how they were conceived. Well, you know, I was having a threesome, right? And then, you know, I, I was I was fucking your daddy and then I was fucking your stepmama and then I got pregnant. Like, come on. Like, come on. Let, let's do <laughs> 
<laughs> Please make sure your birth control is up to date. Do not be engaging in threesomes and ratchet behavior. Birth control free. Okay. Please do not. <laughs> um, let's see here. Tweety Bird sent five says Sandra Bennett, former wife of NFL player, was also attacked by her husband's mistress of three years. Oh, yeah. I remember that case. That was crazy. Yep. Again, people playing with games of the heart. Uh, Nonsense nine dollars says facts. It's just not girls. I'm a gay man and was groomed by the weed plug. He was, he was 20 something, late twenties, messing with a 16 year old boy. It's not just girls. These men be DL and that's a double L. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You were groomed, but you were definitely a minor. So that, that sucks, you know? And then the fact that he's in his twenties, he's on the DL, you know, he's messing with little young boys. Yeah. It, it can definitely happen. That's what I'm saying. We have to have real conversations with our young people you know, men and women, young guys and young girls and have real conversations. When you have a lot of older people coming at you, it's mainly for sex. There's this, you have nothing in common at 16 with somebody in their late twenties. What can y'all talk about besides modern warfare, Xbox, PlayStation? And after a while that conversation gets old because he's in a different chapter in his life. He's just using you. You know, so thank you for being honest about that. You know, not the weed man out here grooming people. I'm going to need you to just sell weed and go home. The fuck? Damn, not the weed man. Wouldn't have suspected the weed man was out here grooming folks. But thank you, Nah. Thanks for coming through and keep your head up. And know that you were a victim in that situation. You were a minor child. And he had no business doing that. So all jokes aside. Um, Let's see here. Uh... Ooh, Yvette done sent like $20,000 in, Indo in Indonesian money. Yvette Kowat says, hey, T, much love from Indonesia. Thank you so much. $20,000. What that really like? That probably, that probably equates $2. <laughs> Y'all know that foreign money be looking big as hell. And then when you go on Google, it be like $2. Well, thank you. <laughs> that foreign money be having all types of zeros next to it. <laughs> But thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Shout out to Indonesia. That's dope. Um, let's see here. Somebody said the weed plugs be gay. Do they? Well, I don't smoke weed, so I don't know, child. The weed, the people, the weed dealers I knew, they weren't. But you know, who knows, child? You know, times are changed, honey. People be going every which way. Oh, um, let's see here. Bonita says Happy Halloween. Thank you. Uh, ooh, hold on. Oh, my sis, BL Sherelle. Hey, sis. She says the women to male ratio is very lopsided in the black community in big cities. There's like five women to each man, which normalize sharing even further. Oh, yeah, that is very true. And I think, you know, that's why you have some of these dusties trying to create these, you know, Hotepian <laughs> lifestyles like oh just be one of my wives you know but there's no benefit to these so-called wives if they decide to leave this you know dusty encampment they don't get any type of you know spousal support any child support any type of real help um but yeah there's definitely way more men than women and especially with men you know a lot of men in the black community not a lot but there's men in the black community that are locked up you know so that's taking you know the years where young men should be out and free and dating you know, if you're getting locked up at 18, 19 and you're in there for 10 years, those were that was a big, strong dating pool right there. So 
I mean, I think at that point you have to look at other options, you know, maybe dating outside of your race, you know, finding somebody who wants to be in a monogamous relationship, you know, just you have to look at other options. But some people are OK with that. Like I said, if people want to be in this dusty encampment and, you know, live with a man and his three other wives, that is your grown business. Right. But don't come on here five years later crying about it because I don't want to hear this shit. You knew you knew what was going on. You knew what it was about before you joined this weird cult. So that that's my thing. I think people should just be very, very honest. And I also feel like if you're going to be in that situation, what is the perks for the female? Because it can't just be that we're all here just cooking dinner and washing this man's laundry and waiting for him to sling peen to us. Um, no, because if you're able to smash her, her and her and me, I'm going to need me a side guy too. Let, let's all, you know what I mean? Let's just all have casual sex because that's what it really boils down to. And that's what I don't like is the manipulation and trying to make women feel like, you know, you're that girl because you're one of the, you know, three wives or whatever. No, he's just a guy who just doesn't want to be faithful and he wants to sleep with multiple people and that's fine. But if you can't do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? If not risking him being upset or putting hands on you, that's not a good situation. So I just think that, yeah, look, Sade says equal opportunity facts. I'm sorry. Them bitches who keep having Nick Cannon's babies are stupid as hell because they've come out and they said they're not allowed to be with other men. Y'all, these bitches sound stupid. So while he's over here messing up y'all's pH balance and telling the world that y'all got funky, you know, coochies and shit like that, y'all got to sit here and wait for his pH balance off peen. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get off. Absolutely not. Because while he's spending time with the fifth baby mama and the first baby mama, or no, Mariah don't play that shit. The second baby mama and the third baby mama, guess what? If I'm baby mama number eight, I'm going to be spending time with my side guy. I'm not waiting for Nick to come swing around and come visit me once a month to, you know, lay it on me. No. I'm going to be over here with a whole nother family. So that's the thing. I don't have the mentality for that bullshit. Never will. Not at all. Because if we're, if we're going to play these games, it needs to be fair. I'm not playing the misogynistic nonsense that a lot of these, this game that a lot of these guys try and run. It's just a bunch of misogynistic people who want to have their cake and eat it too. And then meanwhile, the women are just supposed to sit there and, you know, oh, I'm waiting for my monthly dick allowance. No, bitch, I like the fuck. I'm not waiting for my monthly dick allowance. When I want some, I want to be able to roll out and it's right there. I don't want to roll over and your ass is at Sherry house. You know what I'm saying? Up the street. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not waiting for monthly dick allowance. <laughs> oh, God, I'm having too much fun. I know these damn trick or treaters going to be knocking the door. So like, what the hell is tea in there talking about? I'm not. I refuse to be a part of the damn circus. They really be waiting too. He comes and sees, you know, my baby like once a week. And then he goes to the other baby's mother's, you know, like once every other two weeks he flies out because she lives a child by. I'm not entertaining that nonsense. <laughs> We're not entertaining that over here. Uh-uh. That's some broke bitch shit. Sitting around waiting for dick allowance and, you know, pocket change. Go out and get your own bag. You know what I'm saying? Go out and get your own, you know, travel, eat, uh, go see the world, go have fun. Do not sit around waiting for dick allowance from dusty dick guys. I refuse. We're not entertaining that nonsense in 2023. Let's, let's stop with the nonsense. 
Um, yeah, just, just look at other options. You know, yeah, there's granted there's more women on the planet, but look at other options before you settle for what a lot of these women are settling for. I just, I, I don't get the logic, but teach us on. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, Pink and black says Corinne is blessed to be here. She did a whole nother level of exposing. Oh yeah. They was trying to get her for a while. Uh, Yvette says, same thing happened to Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah, Miss Lulu. Remember, she's out there sucking the hell out that pain, giving Lulu in the office. Oh, she was doing a whole lot. Where is she now? Over there crying about Beyonce using her name in songs and shit. So that's the thing. She thought that she was giving, you know, good enough Lulu that, you know, Bill was going to live Hillary. It was a bitch. I'm not. I just like the head. I'm just here for the head. Not leaving my wife. Hell no. Not leaving Hillary. Just want some good head. Hillary don't look like she sucked pain. I'm just saying. She don't look like she do anything. You know what I mean? She doesn't look like she sucks pain. And you know, Bill Clinton's a freak. And Monica was willing to get down. <laughs> now that's the best live ever in the chat. Oh my gosh. Y'all are best. <laughs> yeah, Monica Lewinsky was giving that Lulu. He said that hair was good, bitch. He got on national television and lied about it. I have never had sexual relations with that woman. A few days later, well, you know oral sex is not really sex. It's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, we had a fun childhood, boy. The 90s were a trip. Oh, my gosh. The shit that went down in the 90s was insane. Imagine in 2022, Biden coming out. Having to explain that oral sex is not real sex. We were traumatized as kids in the 90s and we ain't even know it. That's insane. I remember watching that like, and we're kids at the time like, what is oral sex? We didn't really understand what oral sex was. And the president of the free world is on the news trying to explain, you know, why him getting Lulu isn't really like sex. Between that and Jeffrey Dahmer, it's a blessing that we survived the 90s. <laughs> It really is. Let me see here. Um, TJ Senfai says, T, my ex-husband was shot at his old side chick. By his old side chick. And, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, TJ. TJ says, my ex-husband was shot by his old side chick in 09. He's now a whole deacon. <laughs> I done dropped my brush playing with y'all. Wait, not the husband becoming a deacon after getting shot by the side chick. Oh, no. <laughs> Woo! Praise him. <laughs> you gonna look, look, God said you're going to learn today. I bet you he's the most faithful pastor out here now. He learned the hard way. People ain't playing no more. He was giving that side chick uh, y'all's money and shit, spending the 401k money on the side chick. And then he wanted to go back to you, TJ. He said, you know what? I'm tired. I want to make things work out with my wife. Side chick said, oh, the hell you will. Pow, pow, pow. Dance, bitch. <laughs> well, I'm glad he survived, TJ. And I'm glad he's here to share his testimony. Hopefully now, you know, he'll be a better husband now that he's been through that experience. So thank you for sharing your story, sis. Oh, my God. Y'all are wilding today. 
Um, let's see here. Ice Princess says the mistress has to be at the man's beck and call. No boyfriend for her either. Shake my head. Exactly. I refuse. So you get to go home and eat a hot dinner with your wife. And then meanwhile, I'm just sitting here waiting for you to call me. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, honey. Uh, let's see here. Fabiola Sully sent $20. Says, I love your costume, T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, young Kobe says, T, folks can't look in the mirror because Medusa is too ugly. That is a problem. I'm seeing today no accountability. There's no ability for the, there's no ability for the accountability. Oh, yeah. There's no better ability, the accountability. I definitely agree. And I think that's the problem is that you have a lot of people, they don't want to look at the big picture. They rather just make excuses and they want to see things all one way. And I'm sorry, you have to look at the nuances of stuff. And there has to be some type of self-accountability. Like I said at the beginning, is murder ever okay? Absolutely not. And I don't care if it's the husband committing it, if it's the wife, or if it's the mistress. That's not okay. But people also understand that when you're getting involved in games dealing with the heart and, you know, soul ties and, you know, sex, it can be a recipe for disaster. So everybody needs to be honest. Um, let's see here. Uh, DB Will Jr. Hey, Donald. Santana says, hey, TT, Atlanta is nasty, man. Twink got me rolling right now. A side twink. Damn. <laughs> yes, honey, them twinks exist. There's a lot of them in the chat, too. So, y'all, let me go ahead. I want to hit on the next topic before I go. I've already been on here for over an hour. We are having so much fun today, and I'm glad. Um, oh, I have to hit on this. Uh, Elon Musk. I love when I'm when I'm right about she. I know I'll pat myself on the back quick. Now, I remember 15 weeks ago, you know, T. Gordamas, don't forget shit. 15 weeks ago, I was attacked by a bunch of musty fans. I, that's what I call Elon Musk fanboys. I call them the musties, okay? So all these musty dusties were attacking me because I said Elon Musk is an idiot. He has no case against Twitter. I told y'all uh, months ago that this man wrote a check that his ass couldn't cash. I told y'all months ago that he was going to own Twitter by hook or crook. See, he did that looking for attention. I'm going to buy Twitter. I'm going to buy Twitter. But the thing is, this idiot went through with some of the paperwork. They went through with all like the legal aspects of it. But once he really got to doing a lot of digging, he realized Twitter ain't worth shit. So then all of a sudden he didn't want it. And he tried to lie and say that, oh, they lied. There's a lot of bots on Twitter. Half those people are not real people. The evaluation was a lie. No, you do the evaluation before you start the paperwork. You chose to be messy. You were looking for news. You were looking to trend. And I told folks, he is going to be forced to own Twitter. Twitter has money to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Elon Musk. Y'all thought I was over-exaggerating. Y'all said that Elon Musk was going to win. And as of three days ago, Elon Musk is now the proud owner of Twitter, a dying website. So let's go back to when Tigo Dramas... <laughs> Was telling y'all like it is. So this is what I wrote 15 weeks ago. I said, I told y'all on my live, Twitter wasn't going to play with this attention-seeking stock manipulation, with his attention-seeking stock manipulation ass. He bit off more than he could chew with his attention-seeking move. 
Twitter got the money to go toe-to-toe with him. And from what I'm hearing, Tesla is struggling and the government welfare had that he's been freeloading is ending. Okay? So, you know, a lot of folks got in their feelings, didn't care. Then we posted this. Twitter must trial on $44 billion deal set to begin in October after Musk loses effort to delay. And then I wrote on here, his musty fanboys are awfully quiet. They swore Twitter had no case. (laughs) Now, what's even more interesting is he had to go through with it. So he now owns it. But I want to read you, I believe it's this article. Nope. Right here. Okay. So basically, he has definitely created his own... um, Nightmare scenario. There was something in here that I saw that I wanted to read. Okay. The significance of this statement is more subtle. To understand, you have to start with the basics. Twitter currently makes 90% of its revenue from advertising. The rest is largely from data licensing. This means that you, the Twitter user, are not just Twitter's customers, but you are the product. Okay, like I've always told you guys, if something is free on the internet, it's not really free. That just means that you're the product, you're the person being sold, right? Um, it's customers and corporate, and it's, it's customers are corporate advertisers, and every business person knows this. The customer is always right. Grocery stores care about people shopping for Cheetos, not about the feeling of the Cheetos themselves. Twitter's content moderation has sometimes been heavy-handed, especially when it froze my account because David Duke got mad at me. But this is not because Twitter is ran by a woke mob. It's because Twitter needs help to keep advertisers happy. And their top priority is a certain kind of environment for their ads. Okay, let me come back on the screen. So... This is going to be very, very interesting if you guys don't understand what's going on here. I believe, like I said from day one, that Elon Musk has bitten off more than he can chew, okay? Twitter was a dying company anyways. Nobody uses Twitter like that. I mean, you have people who are on there, but it it ain't like that, okay? It's never made the same money that Facebook has made or that Instagram has made. Like they said in that article, Twitter has mainly just been data miming. That's just what they really do. And they have some advertisers on there, but not a whole lot. Now, as of earlier today, it was noted that General Motors, they pulled out of Twitter because right now a lot of these companies are trying to figure out what is Elon Musk's endgame because he's saying that he wants everybody to have the freedom to talk on there and to say what they want to say. Unfortunately, yes, freedom of speech is dying and it's a good thing to have freedom of speech, but where do you draw the line? I have saw an article that allegedly, I don't know how true this is, but they're saying that the N-word rose by 500% on Twitter. I don't know if that's true, but it was an article that said that. And then I'm thinking, well, who's monitoring the usage of the N-word? Like, what was it before Elon Musk bought Twitter? So they're saying that because he bought Twitter, racism is alive on the app. A lot of, um, okay, so I just said it's true. You've seen it too? Okay, so you did see that. Okay. Shout out, we got 10,000 people in here. Uh, Thank you, uh, Milk Cake, for letting me know. So with the whole Twitter situation, it's a dying platform, right? It's not as popular. Um, You had General Motors 
backing out. They want to know where he's going to go with this platform before they attach their advertisement to Elon Musk's nonsense. Um, on top of that, in the past three days, he got rid of all the other people who are working for Twitter, um, the other CEOs. And now he's trying to make money, right? He wants to make back this $44 billion that he spent. And on top of that, he took out a loan. He took out various stock options, loan options to be able to buy this. And the reason why he didn't want to go to court, because if they would have went to court, um, I believe it was supposed to be set for like November or something like that eventually, because he was trying to get it delayed. They would have had to peel back all of the onions of his financial situation. And Elon Musk is not as rich as what people think. A lot of his stuff has been subsidized. He's gotten a lot of help. Um, so it would have been a lot of him being exposed. I don't think he wanted that. So for him, it was just easier to bite the bullet and just go through with the purchase. So now they're saying that Elon Musk is trying to sell verifications on Twitter. So now you can pay to be verified. Um, they're trying to set up a subscription model. They already have a slight subscription model, but I think they're trying to do it now. Like if you go onto Twitter, just even to go on, you may have to pay just to even go onto that website. So he's trying to find different ways to make his money back. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to be very interesting. Twitter could end up breaking him because Twitter just does not make that much money. Like nobody's even really on Twitter advertising things like that. Like you see on TikTok, like you'll see TikTokers doing promo and sponsorships and things like that. You don't see a lot of that on Twitter. You know, Twitter is more for like just quick micro blogging. So it's going to be very interesting to see what ends up happening. But I definitely, like I've been saying from day one, he bit off way more than he can chew. And right now he's out here kind of looking desperate. He's trying to figure out ways where he can recoup that money. And so you're going to start seeing him implementing a lot of different things as the weeks and the months go on. But the first thing he's going to have to decide is what is he going to do as far as, you know, the freedom of speech thing? Because they said he let Kanye back on. He supposedly let Donald Trump back on. So what is he going to do? Because what if Kanye says something else that they deem reckless and now more advertisers pull out of Twitter? That can get him in a pickle you know, being that he just bought this platform. So I'm going to be watching this closely, but for all you musty fanboys who doubted me, I was right. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I told y'all, I told you so. Shit. <laughs> Them musty fanboys was dragging me, but I told y'all, he had no case. Can't say you're going to buy something, go through with the paperwork and then change your mind once the attention has died down. He's an attention seeker. So now I want to talk about this last case before I leave. We got to talk about this situation with Krishan. Krishan and I'm Blueface. This is sad. It's, it's really sad what's going on with them. She came out a few days ago and said that basically Blueface was putting hands on her. And a lot of folks were very upset. They were telling her that she needed to leave Blueface, that she needed to move on. And people were giving her really solid advice. And then now today she comes out and says that she's walking it back. It was too much Casamigos. So we're going to go ahead and listen to what she said the other day. This was just heartbreaking. And I've met Krishan. That's the part that really bothers me with this. Because when I met her, 
at Jason Lee's party, I had a really heart to heart with her. Like I really spoke to her like a big sister. And I told her, you know, you are a talented young woman because she does make like some decent music. Right. And I was like, you need to focus on that and stop with the antics. Let people know about you, where you come from, the things that you've been through. I was like, you have a story to tell. And I know that every time you cry online, you cry in those music videos, those are real tears. Those are real things that you've been through in your past. Like, this is how I was talking to her. I was not no fangirl type shit. I was talking to her like an auntie. And she literally almost started crying. She was like, I wasn't expecting to hear this in the middle of a party. She was like, you really touched me. She just gave me like the biggest hug. Like, she literally like just grabbed me. You know what I mean? Just gave me the biggest hug. So it really hurts to like see her going down this path and her not listening. And I know people have tried to attack her siblings, her older sisters and say, oh, you know, that's your sister. Y'all should be grabbing her. Y'all should be doing stuff. But again, Krishan is grown. So people can only say so much to her, you know, but everybody wants the best for her. But it's, it's just really sad. I just it broke my heart to watch this, you know, because abuse is never okay. Any type of abuse is never okay. So let me play this first video for y'all. Me and my mouth. What are you talking about? Touch me in my eye. You're the so what? You bust my leg, bust my leg, and gave me a black eye. Came to my booking to pick up my money to disrespect me. I'm trying to get off the car while I'm moving because I want to get off the car. You bust my leg and give me a black eye. Then bust the lip, bust the nose. You're lying. I hope y'all will keep that man. No, I got a black eye and a busted nose and a big lip because I want to get out the car. Nobody told you to come to my booking to collect my money. Bitch, you want to hit me in my mouth? Look at my lip. Make you punch me. No, I wouldn't lie because I'm not playing with you. I'm not covering up for you. I'm not, not covering up for you no more, bro. And today, you punched in front of me and pulled my hair. Shut up. You keep saying, you me in my mouth. What are you talking about? Touch me in my eye. You're the sh- so what? You bust my lip, bust my lip, and gave me a black, black eye. Thanks to my booking to pick up my money to disrespect me. I'm trying to get out the car while I was moving because I want to get out the car. You bust my lip and give me a black eye. Then bust the lip, bust the nose. You're lying. Okay, so you guys just heard that. And you hear her saying um, that he showed up at her booking to take her money. So meaning that he also has, you know, his hands in her pocket. You know, just seeing her face like that is just very disturbing because there's nothing about that that screams it's just a game or we're just playing with each other. Those are real bruises on her face. So let me play with what she came out and said literally the very next day. It's just, it's frustrating watching this. It's fine. Everybody's fine. No filter, no makeup. I had a bad trip yesterday to Casamigo. I'm jumping on the car on the highway. Who trying to keep me from jumping out the car? I fought that like trying to get the up out the car. He's trying to save me, and I'm just like, I just blacked out. 
Okay. <clears throat> it's just really disturbing to watch that, you know, because she's young. I think she's like, what, 22, 23, you know, and um, she comes from a very impoverished background. She's been through a lot. She witnessed a lot of domestic violence with her own parents. She has a ton of siblings. And I feel like she feels like she has to be in this situation because this is all she has. She feels almost indebted to Blueface because, you know, he's the one who put her on. We wouldn't really know about her like that if it wasn't for him. And what I'm seeing in this situation is a young man who is starting to become jealous of the fame or the fame monster that he's created. Because remember, the conversation was always Blueface and then Krishan. But now the conversation is Krishan. You have major stars like Lizzo even pretending to be Krishan for Halloween. You have Krishan on these ratchet television shows making a name for herself. You know, people really like her. <clears throat> they like her energy, you know, and I think it really bothers him because all the other girls he's been with from the baby's mother to the other ones, they've always been in the background. They kind of knew how to play their position. But people are really fucking with, with Krishan. They really like her. She's trending every other day. And I think that's what's really bothering him. I think that he doesn't like that. He doesn't like the fact that he doesn't have control, as, as much control over her. And he's taking whatever frustrations that he has because her fame is starting to surpass his. He's taking that frustration out on her. There was a video I saw a few weeks ago on on Twitter, where he literally broke down a door, physically broke down a door in his home to get to her in the bathroom. And my issue is, who is filming all this shit? When they're fighting and arguing and slapping each other, because she's just as abusive as he is as well. Let's not forget that. She's put hands on him as well. Who is filming this? And why are they so okay with filming all of this toxicity and destruction of these two young people. Because he's young and she's young. And I believe that they're both messing up their lives by continuing with this situation. It's not a good look. She was on camera a few months ago crying about how when she got pregnant, he made her have an abortion, but then went and got the other baby mother pregnant again. And she was upset about that. They don't need to have no kids together. She doesn't need any kids right now anyways. I just don't think mentally, and I'm not saying in a disrespectful way, I don't think she's mentally adapt right now or mature enough to raise a child in her current situation. Because I see somebody who's always high or being fed alcohol constantly. She's constantly drunk. They're constantly providing her with all the vices to keep her going. I've seen them pull her out of a car, drunk as hell, put her in one of those luggage racks. Like when you go to like the hotel, you can ask for a luggage rack, place her on there and wheel her into the bedroom. It's just really, really disturbing. And I just, it's sad that, that, that to watch this, it's like, she's just going out she's spiraling out of control. Everything she said in that first video was real. Those were real tears. 
that was her being really upset. Those were real bruises. But now that her handlers, you know, Blueface and whoever else is recording all this foolishness, have talked to her and they're holding that bag, that money bag, that carrot over her head. Now she's coming back and she's, you know, denouncing and backtracking the domestic violence claims. I think they both need to get away from each other. They're both the definition of toxicity. And my biggest fear is that everybody's watching this with popcorn. Everybody's watching this sipping tea. But if that girl ends up beat to death or she ends up killing him, what is everybody going to say? It's almost like that's the next step. That's the next escalation. Everybody's just watching this. Nobody's stepping up to just stop it and say, look, this is enough. And I get it. They're grown. But I I just don't want to wake up one day and I see, you know, Krishan or Blueface are not here anymore. It's it's really sad. Okay, I know it's Halloween, but I'm going to need somebody to cash set. set. Y'all don't ask for Super Chats. But right now, the Super Chat says $666. Uh Uh-uh. We are not ending on that note. Not on this good Halloween. I don't care if you Super Chat. Two bucks. I needed to move off of this number. I just looked down. Let me take a screenshot because y'all think I'm lying. It literally says uh, uh, chat revenue 666. Devil's always busy. But I speak truth over here. So there's nothing that the devil can say or do to stop my truth, to stop my light, to stop my shine. I'm always going to speak truth to power. But that did have me nervous. I'm like, what the hell? But let me go ahead and read the rest of these super chats here. Um... Let's see. So, Sina. Oh, that just disappeared. It's a pretty name. Thank y'all. It jumped up to 676. Y'all know I never asked for Super Chats, but that just scared me when I seen that 666. And I'm going to post on Instagram so y'all can see what I'm talking about. Um, uh, I don't know. Just disappeared where her thing go. Okay. So, Sina says, love you, T. I really appreciate and admire you. Your videos are very informative. Let me know if you want to come for the World Cup in Qatar. I got you, girl. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the invite. It's amazing. Um, Let's see here. Child of God praises Jesus. I love that name. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Lady Bloop says 20,000 Indonesian rupees is $1.28. Blessings. I digress. People forget it's diseases out here. Thank you so much for Googling because I wasn't sure, but I appreciate it. I don't care if it's a dollar or a hundred dollars. I appreciate everybody just supporting this channel. So thank you. Um, Ronafil says, I know someone who's single who wears a fake ring because he gets more women's attention and play. His colleagues advised him it's because it works for them. Oh yeah. It's something about married men that will attract a lot of women. Because, again, it's about a monetary exchange. So I'll be your side chick. You go and play husband and daddy and, you know, and all that stuff. And then I'll be here. You know, but again, what happens is when you start mixing sex into it, people start catching feelings. And that's what people are not ready for. You know, people go into stuff thinking, oh, it's just going to be sex. But somebody always catches feelings. And I don't care if it's the side chick or the husband. Somebody ends up catching feelings. So, but thank you for that. Um, Spring Sunray says, one of my classmates' husband was murdered by his side chick. Woo. Wow. 
Thank you for that super chat. Yeah, it's real out here. Jay Dizzy says, not you wilding out to you funny as fuck. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Brian sent 10. He said, there's a rumor that Glazelle B got beat up by Jamal Bryant's. <laughs> not Giselle getting her ass whooped by Jamal Bryant's side chick in front of the congregation. Me personally, I believe it. Anyways, I love your channel. Thank you so much. I didn't know she got her ass whooped by the side chick. As much shit that Giselle be talking. Child. That's crazy. But thank you for that. Um, Shy B Sinten says, I'm adopted and was talking to my aunt to get some family history. She found her dad on Ancestry. My grandma won't tell us who my granddad is. Yeah, I've heard we've talked about this in Discord that there has been. They said, be careful of running to go do these ancestry DNAs because people have like it's literally destroyed some families because you're thinking this is your mom and dad. You're running this DNA testing. I've known people who found side babies that were related to them. Somebody's one of my friends's grandmothers had a whole baby in the 60s that she gave away that nobody knew. Nope. She was she was cheating on her husband. Okay, with a white man. And had a little mixed baby and gave the baby up. And so they're doing the DNA thing. And all of a sudden there's a mixed cousin. Where your, where your mixed ass come from? We ain't got no mixed people. We ain't got no white people in our family. Shit. Come to find out granny was on some white pain and got pregnant. And gave the baby up. And they end up finding her through that ancestry stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. People are finding out that they fathers ain't really they fathers. Mama was creeping. You know, mama's baby. Daddy's maybe. Finding out granny was having babies and giving them away. Yes, that that whole ancestry DNA. Be careful, because sometimes you might open a Pandora's box. It is the truth. So yeah, some good vibes. Good vibes says try having an NFL dad. Good vibes. Your daddy was in the NFL. How you doing? <laughs> Let me stop. Look, how you doing? <laughs> so I'm assuming your NFL. Daddy was out here just slinging it, just, just you know what I'm saying, passing around like tic tacs and shit, getting everybody pregnant. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Kawazi said 1999 says, Showing love to my favorite journalist. Happy Halloween. I love this color on you, Queen T. Also, check out my DM on Discord. Definitely will do that. Thank you so much. Appreciate the super chat. Um, let's see here. Uh, Nas says the best way to dig yourself out of this is to collab and bundle Twitter with OnlyFans because Twitter is pretty much Pornhub now anyways. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what this man ends up doing. Twitter is this, I, I can't stand it. People used to think I was over-exaggerating until one day I just recorded my timeline. Like, it didn't matter what I put in. I could put in Little Baby, Cardi B. Nicki Minaj, and just scroll through my timeline, just people fucking just having a good old day, just smashing, smashing. What is this? What does this have to do with anything? Twitter is officially Pornhub. And it's just, it's insane how much porn is on that website. They will throw people in jail for speaking the truth. They'll throw you in Twitter jail for hurting somebody's feelings. But you know, on a good Sunday, while you're just minding your business, trying to see what's trending, all of a sudden, all you see is a big old hard peen in your face. Damn, I didn't I didn't come here for this, but you know, okay, I'm not mad, but didn't come here for this. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Twitter is a mess. I like you you can't. 
And then what is up with this whole, me and Emily talked about this the other day, this whole ancestral porn shit. It's, it's getting really pervasive on Twitter. Um, it, was, it was something I was looking up and I had showed y'all on Discord and it came up in the title was like, you know, dad, you know, smash with the, you know, the F word, smash his daughter with his big hard rock peen. What? Like, why is that being pushed? You know, and I'm a Game of Thrones fan and I'm, you know, I'm watching House of Dragons, but don't think I'm not sad eyeing, you know what I'm saying? The two Targaryens, you know, the niece and the uncle, you know, smashing and doing all that ancestral shit. And I don't know if it's because of Game of Thrones, but it's just becoming a bit popular and it's very uncomfortable. I don't like it. What happened to the good old days of porn when it was just like, you know, naughty nurse bends over and gets hit off in the back? Or, you know, Lonely Housewife gets, you know, plugged by the plumber. Remember those titles? Now it's, you know, Dad impregnates his daughter. What? Mom, you know what I'm saying, gives son head. What? Like, why are these the titles? It's just, it's really disturbing and demonic. I don't care. It's weird. Okay, take me back to the days with the Lonely Housewife. <laughs> it's disturbing. And it's on Twitter. All this incestuous porn, I don't get it. So Elon Musk, you have your work cut out for you. While you're worried about freedom of speech, clean up that mess that is called Twitter. Get all that porn off of there, especially the ancestral porn. Nobody wants to see that shit on a good Sunday. In the middle of the afternoon, just a, a father effing his daughter. Nobody wants to see that crap on their timeline. It's disgusting. Um, let's see here. Nas, oh no, I read that. Uh, hold up. Curly Whirly says, T looking gorgeous as always. As for Krishan and Blueface, it's disgusting how these blogs are condoning their behavior. Yeah, it's very sad. And I hope something comes of it because at this point, it's too much. Oh, oh my God. Y'all just jumped it up. I just happened to look. Thank you so much. Eyes to the soul for the $50 super chat. Everybody just came in and just started sending $1.99. Thank y'all so much. We are out of the clear. We are officially not sitting at 666. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Man, this has been a, just a wonderful stream. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Um, lots of good dialogue. Um, let me read a few more super chats here. Uh, J Star sent a sticker. Uh, let's see here. So Sina sent another twenty five from Qatar. Says not chic. I'm a regular Ethiopian girl who's a fan of lovely tea. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh, Campson 499 says, I'm about to trick or treat in these streets. Everyone be safe. Definitely. Thank you, Camp. Uh, Black Sand sent 99.99. Thank you so much. They say, happy, uh, hey, T, happy Halloween. Just wanted to know if I can reach out to you and get some advice about a business idea I have. Definitely send me an email. Title it your uh, YouTube name, Black Sand, so I know it's you, and we can talk about it there. Um, email lovelyt2002 at yahoo.com. So thank you so much. Um, Marlon sent another 20, says people on social media are comparing Krishan and Blueface to Bobby and Whitney. To me, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Mm. Yeah, I don't recall Bobby whooping Whitney's ass, but I might be wrong. They did get high together. Now, they were they were good. At, you know, they're not going to smoke crack because you know Whitney. She did play. Crack is whack. Now they were, you know, tooting cocaine and smoking weed and all that stuff. But I don't recall Bobby putting hands on Whitney, you know, but I guess I can see why social media is comparing that, though, because 
that is this version. That is this generation's version of Bobby and Whitney. You know, Bobby and Whitney was more or less our generation, even though they were older than us. You know, we watched their ups and downs. But Bobby and Whitney were really talented. I, to this day, I don't know any other blue face song besides Tatiana. And I only know that because Cardi jumped on the remix. I don't know anything else Blueface has put out. And I don't care to look. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, Krishan, I think she has some decent music. But she needs to, you know, fine tune her skills. But she definitely has some decent music. I know more of her music than I do his. That's just keeping it real. Um, but thank you for that. Uh, Simone Raspberry says, I found out I was a side baby with ancestry at 33. Me and my mom thought my dad was someone else all my life. I told y'all. Y'all be thinking I be playing and over-exaggerating. Simone, I'm sorry you went through that. Um, but yeah, it's it really happens that way. I know a few people, um, you know, who have found out that their dad was not their dad. And now their mama got some explaining to do. You know, so it, it's really sad. And I hope that you're able to find out who your father is, your biological father. You know, hopefully your mom will, you know, tell you some more information. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just know that when you go into these Ancestry.com and FamilyTree.com and all these, uh, you know, 23andMe, just understand that you can get back some news that you are not expecting. So I don't know. I've never done it per se. I'm not really interested in it. I know my oldest son has been wanting to do it. Um, he hasn't done it yet. But um, I know certain people in their family, on like their dad's side of the family have done it. And they found like, you know, cousins and, and relatives. And it was somebody that was found on their side of the family that nobody even knew existed. So somebody had child, somebody had a baby and didn't tell the family. So, yeah. It, it's all types of stuff. So good luck to you. And, you know, thank you for confirming what I was saying. So you guys, on that note, I've been on here for close to two hours. This has been a wonderful stream. Thank you guys for just all the love and support. Shout out to all 10,000 people in the house today. Um, definitely hit that like button. You know, I, you know, sorry that the stream might have been a bit heavy at the beginning, but I just I really had to get my point across because, again, I, I don't feel like I'm responsible for the world. But I definitely feel like I have some type of some, just a little bit. You know, I can't, you know, control nobody. But I think I have a little bit of responsibility to the people who support me, to my tea sippers. And I have a responsibility to just talk truth to power. And especially when it comes to situations like this, because, you know, for all I know, she could have been a fan of my work and watched me. You know, I don't know. So I just want people to know her story and know what she went through. You know, that that's just horrific. That's a horrific death for a 20 year old child, you know, young woman. Um, so I just want people to learn from her mistakes, learn from what she went through, you know, and not find themselves in that same, same situation. Cause trust me, if this young sister had it to do it over, she wouldn't have even played them games. She probably wouldn't have gotten the relationship with that man. So, you know, I just hope that the state of Wisconsin does the right thing and locks him and his brother up for the rest of their lives for this murder and also the wife, you know, because she's covering up for the husband. I think she should get some time too, you know, but I just, the whole thing is just heartbreaking. So just make better choices and ladies, 
and gentlemen and twinks. Okay, everybody, it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to, you know what I'm saying, to hold yourself to a higher esteem and say that you're not going to be somebody's second place or somebody's fifth wife or somebody's side chick. It's okay to be a little bit selfish and know that you want somebody who loves you for you. Not somebody who's going to put you on the on the shelf like a doll and then come play with you when they're when they're bored and it's something for them to do. So on that note, you guys have a safe and happy Halloween. Please check your children's candy. Don't let them be out here trick or tweeting, trick or tweeting. Okay, please check their candy because the fentanyl crisis is real. Rainbow fentanyl is real. It's big up here in Minnesota. A lot of young kids are dying from it. And, you know, there's a lot of sick people here. The veil is the thinnest tonight. Okay. This Halloween is very spiritual and they'll call the veil is very thin. So you have people who are just on some wicked shit. So please make sure you're checking your children's candy. You know what I'm saying? Or go to safe places as opposed to maybe, you know, going all around the neighborhood, maybe take them to the mall, take them to safe spaces. So that way they're not, you know, being potentially exposed to fentanyl. Okay. So on that note, you guys, once again, thank you all so much for tuning in and coming to join me on this Monday. You guys have a safe and happy Halloween, and I'll see you guys later on in the week. Have a good day. Bye.